some things just go together, like peanut butter and jelly, nuts and bolts. That's why Columbia Bank decided to take the stable growth of a high-rate CD and combine it with the freedom of a checking account. Now you can grow your money and access it anytime. It's the best of both worlds, all backed by over 90 years of worry-free Columbia Bank dependability. Yield plus checking from Columbia Bank. Visit a branch today or columbiabankonline.com. Count on Columbia. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Welcome to Mama's Making Waves. I'm down-to-earth Erica. And I'm joyful Jackie. We're two moms taking a stand against the hustle and grind. To help you find more ease and flow in your life and business. Let's dive in. Welcome to Mama's Making Waves. Today, in our marketing minute, we're going to be talking about owning your niche. And Erica, as a business owner, why don't you start and talk about why that was difficult for you to finally stick the stake in the ground and say, this is who my client is. Well, okay. So there's a million things I could say about that. But for starters, I think one of the reasons that it's really hard for people is because you feel like you can help everyone. You know, if I'm a massage therapist, I can help anyone who has a body. Mm -hmm. That's true. Everyone does have a body. Everyone has a body, but that doesn't mean everyone's my client. That doesn't mean I can serve everyone well. And then I thought in my massage business for a long time that I should continue to work with the people that I had already worked with that I was good at working with. So I have been doing massage for 20 years. I've worked in a lot of different settings I help people with chronic pain and injuries, but I also worked at the Olympic Training Center with elite athletes. I also have done a lot of work with pregnant women and with women who have natural births. And so I can, based on past experience, focus on those people. But what I realized recently is none of those are necessarily my ideal client for who I want to work with. Right. And just because you can serve all people doesn't necessarily mean you want to serve all people. I had this same recollection when I was starting my business because it's like, well, everyone needs marketing help, don't they? And that's true. But just the world is a really freaking big place. And just because you can serve all people doesn't mean that you should serve all people. Because if you tried, you would freaking exhaust yourself. So when people say, I don't want to make, serve a niche because it seems like I'd be, you know, putting all my eggs in one basket or offending people. It's... I'd be you, excluding business. Yeah, I'd, I'd be, be turning, turning away business, business away. Yeah. No, you're not. You're saving yourself the hassle of working with people who are not going to be aligned with you. Well, and also the time and the money, you can market to every person in America mm-hmm. and it would cost you a lot of money in ad time oh, yeah. and ad revenue in order you could pay millions of dollars to make sure that your ads get in front of all of those people. Mm-hmm. But the more you can niche down, the more you can say, "Oh, I want to work with women. Mm-hmm. I want to work with women between the age of 30 and 50. I want to work with women who live in urban areas. Yeah. I want to work with women who live in urban areas who are professional women mm-hmm. who are not moms." Right. Like the more you can 
tailor down your message, A, the less you have to spend on actually advertising yourself, mm-hmm. the more your advertising will reach those people But then you also know what to say to those people. Right. Because if you're trying to talk to everyone, you're really talking to no one. And I'm not going to say the same words to my marathon runners as my pregnant women. No. And that's not to say that you can't do marketing campaigns that are for both types, but you can't do them all in the same thing. I worked for about five years at a wholesale grocery retailer, it's a really hard place to market because they serve so many different audiences. So we'd be talking to churches, we'd be talking to restaurants, we'd be talking to schools, and we had to figure out different marketing strategies for each of those audiences. And they ha- there was a lot of resistance around that because it's like, well... This person is also working for the church, but they're buying stuff for their school, too, and they're buying stuff for their family, and how do we talk to all these people, and what happens if, you know, they get offended because we're trying to reach them as a mom, but they really want to service as a church? It's like, if they like you, that's going to determine anything, not so much how you're talking to them. It's how you're authentically showing up for them that's going to determine that. It's not so much who they are that you're marketing to them. Well, and also just because you're messaging, because what is marketing? Marketing is about your messaging and how you speak to and how you connect Mm -hmm. with your target client. Yep. And so showing up in your messaging in a way where you're speaking to women, if a man calls you for a session, that doesn't mean you can't take him as a client. Exactly. You can choose to work with anyone you want. And if they find you by word of mouth or by a referral, maybe that person is out of your age demographic. Maybe they aren't your ideal client that you envision for yourself. But each client that comes your way, you have the opportunity to work with them. When we're talking about niche, it's really about your messaging and yeah. speaking to and identifying who your ideal client is so that you can really dig deep and explore how you can show up powerfully and serve them well Mm -hmm. and how you can speak to and connect with them so that they feel valued and understood and that you they feel like you're going to solve their problem well and that's what i was going to say too like who you think your client is and who your niche is and who they actually turn out to be are very different things when i first started i knew i wanted to work with entrepreneurs but i didn't realize that i wanted to work with women that i wanted to mostly work with moms that i wanted to work at with beginning stage entrepreneurs it was only when i took on some clients that i'm like yeah i don't really know if you're my client or not but i'm gonna see and sometimes those worked out really well and that helped me kind of clarify my vision for instance i built my boyfriend's car club website which doesn't seem like it would be a fit at all but they're the kind of people that they're very purpose driven they love what they do they show up in a way that's powerfully that's i'm actually going to change my website for like the 80th time because now i'm like oh these kinds of people are my clients. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman so much as it does that you have a passion for what you're doing and you want to reflect that in your business. It's not just about making money. And that's kind of how I want to hone my messaging to reflect that. So that's so interesting that you say that. I um, had someone ask me recently about why wouldn't I just do coaching for wellness practitioners? Mm -hmm. Because I'm a wellness practitioner and I have had my own business for 20 years. And that's been my industry and I know those people very well and I know their problems and that's me and that's a lot of my friends. Um, And I felt resistant to owning that. But what I feel like I've uncovered 
through this question is that my ideal client are change makers. They're mm-hmm. not necessarily wellness oriented people, but they're passionate and they want to do good and make a change in the world. Right. And so some of them are wellness practitioners because that certainly does encompass wellness people. But also um, I have a lot of contacts that are in the political arena or, you know, are activists or are, um, have businesses around like organic farming mm-hmm. and food production and re-envisioning how business runs in the world, like changing yeah. the way that we... And it's good that you've actually kind of reflected on that and figured out what is it about these people that they're attracted to me. Right. And what is it about them that I love? And that attracts you to them, vice right. versa. Yeah, exactly. And and it's also the thing when you're standing in an audience and you're speaking to a hundred people... You want the words that you're saying to resonate with someone. Mm-hmm. You want the people that you love to work with to hear you speak and like feel it in their body like, oh, they're talking to yeah. me. And do you know like what your ideal client eats for breakfast? Mm-hmm. Do you know what they worry about when they're going to bed at night? Do you know what they're doing on a Friday night? Like how well do you know your people? If you can stand up in an audience and say, you know when you're fasting in the morning and just having your bulletproof coffee and then you jump on your, you know, do your meditation and then you jump on your first call of the day. Like there are people who you're speaking to who are like, yeah, I do that. Yeah. You know day. everything about me. Oh my gosh. I so want to work is with my you. And work that is what day. you want. Yeah. Right. Or the person who, you know, is not sleeping at night because they're putting their kids to bed late and they're, you know, burning the candle at both ends, but they're staying up late working on their business on the side because mm-hmm. they kind of have a side hustle, but they're a full-time mom. They're very different people. Yeah. You know, it's not the same. That woman, first thing in the morning, is eating whatever her kids didn't eat that mm-hmm. she tried to serve them, and she's, you know, kind of dishes and laundry and doing all of these things and running carpool and in her pajama pants until, you know, 11 a.m. when she finally gets a chance to shower while mm-hmm. her baby's taking a nap. Completely different people. Yeah. And if you can speak to your clients in a way that shows them that you understand who they are, you're also showing them that you understand their problems mm-hmm. and that if you understand their problem, you're more likely to be able to help them. Right. Now, there's not to say that you can't serve both of those clients, I would argue. I think there's room for both, but as an entrepreneur, you have to scale your intentions. You have to scale your time and energy. For instance, when I worked at the food retailer, you know, we had a full department of people. So there could be someone who specialized in serving churches and someone who specialized in serving retail customers because we had the capacity for it. But if you're one person and you're trying to serve lots of different audiences, you're going to exhaust yourself. Like you have to have magnitude of scale. That's why we say you pick a niche because it's how can I get the most bang for my buck? Like How, how- can I show up the most powerfully exactly. yeah. in what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And this whole idea of aligning with your dreams, we all only have so much time and energy in our day. Yeah. And like Jackie said, if you have a team, if you have a VA, if you have a marketing person, if you have someone to handle a different Yeah, you have more capacity to do more things. Right. But if you don't and you're just starting from brand new and you have this vision of working with these five different types of people, 
pick one yeah. or two and mm-hmm. start there. And as you build out your systems and as you get really good at connecting with those people and as you get that feedback and that engagement, once you're really solid in that, you can add to your line of business. Yeah. You can add a new market to mm-hmm. your business. You can hire people to help you grow and serve your clients. Right. But you need to... Focus your energy right on just one thing at first and start there and get really freaking good there to where like you can tell in your gut and by talking to someone within five seconds if they're your client or they're not. Like I can, I'm at that point now where I just by gut I can say okay you're gonna be good to work with or eh, you're really not gonna be. Right. And And I'm right every time. It's a feeling. And it doesn't have to be a, this is a no, but Jackie and I both have started practicing functioning on like, if it's not a hell yes, it's it's a no. Yeah. Because you want to make more space for the hell yeses in your life. Exactly. And that means sometimes you have to be okay with there being some white space and not having a full roster of clients because I don't do what I did and fill your space with people who are not going to be 100% aligned because those people are going to be your energy vampires. Those are going to be people that suck up all your time and all your energy and you're going to be like, why are they not working? Whereas if you just would have like waited a week, that perfect client would have just come into your life and you would have had the space to deal with them. But because you're off on a tangent of why am I dealing with this person who's not being a perfect fit for me? You don't see them because they're not right. It's not right in front of you. Well, and maybe maybe they fit into your niche, but they don't really fit into your system. Yeah. You know, maybe they need a bunch of hand-holding, and mm-hmm. that's not your game. Yeah. Maybe... Right. Your niche is not just, are you a man or a woman? What do you do for a living? Do you have kids or not? It's, how do you like to work? If you're someone who wants to talk on the phone for hours, you ain't a good fit for me. You're never going to be a good fit for me. Sorry, not sorry. It's, you know, it's how you like to work. It's when you like to work. If you work oh, an yeah, I know, schedule. I know you've had clients before that are like, you should be available at 5 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. No, Except, my kid's at soccer practice. Right. I ain't available then. Sorry. Right. You're this not the right person for me the then. right person for me to work with. Right. And so I could jump over hoops and deal with a bunch of stress and tension trying mm-hmm. to make that work. Or I can just move on to what is more aligned and make space for that. I actually just let go of a networking group that I've been a part of since last year. And I've been showing up on a weekly basis. And it's been really good for me because visibility has been a challenge and owning what I do and speaking in front of people. So it's been good practice for me to show up consistently, for me to have to speak and share Mm -hmm. what I'm doing, for me to ask different people. But it really didn't end up being aligned. Some The group energy and dynamics have changed a lot. And the type yeah. of people who are in the group have changed a lot. And they're really not my people. Well, and that's what I was going to say, too. You have to let it align over time. Like, your business first started as you're serving these, like, overstressed moms. And that served you for a season. But as you've changed and grown and evolved, that doesn't serve you some more. Well, and, of where you've gone and then where the group has gone. And like, I was promoting massage a lot more yeah. a year ago. And I'm much more involved in coaching and healing and creating experiences. And so 
now I'm in a different realm. And mm-hmm. the same people who, you know, maybe are insurance salespeople who might come to me for their back pain are not the same people who are going to come on my three-day retreat. No, they're not. <laughs> you know, and so it's just a different demographic. It doesn't mean it's bad, but it's not where I'm choosing to spend my energy now. Mm-hmm. And I decided, so it's, I, you sign up quarterly and this is the end of the quarter. And last week I decided I would be done. And yesterday I saw a post for a badass women's brunch mm-hmm. that's happening next Thursday morning at the same time this group used to meet. Oh. And I would not have been available for that. No, but because what? you made the space for it, it magically right. appears. And yeah. me hanging out with a bunch of badass women sounds way better yeah. than me hanging out with these You other may have to dudes. tell me when that is because I may want to join you Well, that. you definitely should. <laughs> Because that, that does sound amazing. <laughs> but it's all a matter of making space for what you really want and yeah. making space for those dream clients to come in because you could run around all day long with the people who aren't aligned, who aren't a good fit, you know, and stretch yourself and try and make yourself fit what they want and need. Mm-hmm. Or you can pass by that opportunity. Yeah. And make space for the ones that are going to be amazing. Because it's a freaking big world. There's 10 trillion networking groups to go to. And I even tried to go to all of them. And I'm like, no, this is exhausting. So it's like, pick the ones that feel aligned in my heart. And pick the things that feel aligned in my heart. And then the right things will show up. It always happens that way, friends. I promise you. It really does. So aligning with your dreams, letting your dreams blossom, letting your dreams clients blossom, Mm -hmm. your ideal dream client, let that come forth and own it. And if you know deep inside, these are the people you love, let that come forth. And even if you don't know how to reach them or what to do with that, just really start to examine what that feels like and describe them. Imagine their day, imagine their pain points, imagine their problems and really sink into who those people are and feel out how you could help them. Yeah, because people are being attracted to you and you to them for a reason. So whether it's to grow or because they are your ideal clients, just sink into it and enjoy it. And have a lovely week, friends. Take care. Napa know-how. This month, get a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil plus a Napa Platinum Oil Filter for $21.98. That's a pretty unbelievable deal. But trust us, it's totally real, but only for a limited time. So get Napa Full Synthetic and a Napa Platinum Oil Filter for $21.98 today. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends for thirty nineteen. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.